Brothers and sisters, today's readings allow us to reflect on the mystery of God's call. We heard in the first reading the calling of Saul, who would become king over Israel. And we hear how the Lord calls him in the midst of his ordinary activities. Saul is herding some animals, and he's lost them. And he goes and he hears that there's this seer. Maybe the seer can help me find them. Wouldn't that be convenient if we had a local seer, quote-unquote, right? Well, we can turn instead to St. Anthony. He's much better <laughs> at helping us to find what's lost. But Saul goes to Samuel. And rather than Samuel telling him, okay, go you know, three miles down this way, turn left at the fork in the road, there you'll find the animals. He surprises Saul, and he takes this flask of oil, pours it on his head, and says, the Lord anoints you commander over his heritage. You are to govern the Lord's people Israel and to save them from the grasp of their enemies roundabout. Wait, what? I was just looking for some animals. And here Samuel anoints him king. That's quite a shock. Well, I can also imagine that it was a surprise for Matthew because here he was in the midst of his ordinary day, sitting at the tax collector's post, doing what tax collectors do. Jesus comes along and all he says is, follow me. But Matthew, thanks be to God, has the grace to get up and follow the Lord. But it was right in the midst of his ordinary activity. Even St. Faustina, what was she doing when the Lord called? She was at a dance. She was about 19 years old. And the Lord spoke to her and called her to go to join a convent, to go to Warsaw. And she does. It was in the midst of her activity, the midst of her day, a normal day, that the Lord calls. It was like that for me in my own life, too. I was studying electrical engineering at Stanford. I had friends who were members of Opus Dei, and I was coming back into my faith. One of my friends uh, in Opus Dei was giving a talk, and I wanted to go along to the talk just to be a, a source of support for him so he wouldn't have an empty audience. And as he was speaking, he was speaking about celibacy. And I remember looking around the room thinking, well, this is a great topic for some of these guys who are here. Maybe some of them want to become priests. But what about me? What am I doing here? And I no sooner had that thought than I heard this little voice in the back of my head that said, well, what about you? And that's when I said, uh, <laughs> no thanks. Not what I want. It took me six or seven years from that point to finally come around to accepting the Lord's call. But thanks be to God, he was consistent and didn't give up on me. And I was eventually able to follow him and, and find this, this wonderful community, the, the Marians of the Immaculate Conception. And I've now been ordained a priest for the Marians for 11 years, and it's been beautiful. But the Lord calls in the midst of our circumstances. How many married folks out there 
also met your spouse in a rather ordinary way, maybe at work or at a gathering with friends. Certainly the Lord can speak in extraordinary circumstances, so it it doesn't mean that he can't speak to us when we're doing something incredible like a, a big retreat or praying many hours a day, asking the Lord for direction. He can, but he can also speak in very ordinary and unexpected ways. Well, then we can ask ourselves a question, okay, then what is the Lord calling us to? Because whether it's marriage or the priesthood or religious life, the Lord is always calling us to something beyond ourselves, to a communion, an intimacy with the Lord and others. And we hear that here in our gospel passage, where immediately after Matthew's experience of his calling, Jesus invites them to dine, he and his friends. Jesus is there among them in this intimate gathering with them. Of course, there are also some Pharisees who are there. And they see Jesus eating with sinners and tax collectors. And Jesus hears this and says, Those who are well do not need a physician, but the sick do. I did not come to call the righteous, but sinners. Well, that's good news for us, because I don't know about you, but I look around and I look at myself and I think, okay, sinners, that's all of us. You know, there's no one left except the Blessed Mother. But the Lord calls all of us to this place of intimacy, this place of communion with him. Because it's there in that intimacy that the Lord teaches us to look beyond the weaknesses of others, teaches us to look beyond the sins to see the person that's there, and ultimately to see Jesus who's there. That's what the Lord calls us to. And no matter what our vocation is in life, that's the mission. How many spouses, when they first meet their their spouse, you know, they're just so enamored that they can't see anything wrong. <laughs> you know, then maybe it's after a, a few years of marriage, suddenly you can't see anything right. <laughs> but eventually the Lord's at work in that too. And he draws us to be able to see past what's on the surface, to see past the sin, the hurts, to forgive and to love. That is, to see Jesus there in the midst of that relationship. Very beautifully, the Marians celebrated here in our province, we celebrated this last week, a provincial convention. A convention isn't, isn't a, a decision-making body like a, a chapter. A convention is a coming together of, of select members from the province. There are about 12 of us who gathered. And it was an opportunity to, for us to reflect on this theme of communion and how it is that we can walk together better as a community, as a province. And it was really beautiful because from a place of vulnerability, we shared what some of our hurts and pains were. But we also shared this deep conviction that Jesus is in the midst of this. 
He is calling us. He's calling us to let go of the hurts. He's calling us to forgive, to reconcile. He's calling us to see past the, the, the surface of, of people, to stop rejecting each other or forming cliques, and instead to really try, like Jesus here, to build intimacy, to build communion. And that's what all of us are called to do in whatever vocation of life we find ourselves. I thank the Lord for having called me despite my resistance, despite my hesitation, because it's precisely in this calling, in this community that I find myself in, where, yes, we are all sinners, it is there that the Lord is teaching me to love. And that's what he's doing for all of us. There was a former seminarian who shared a beautiful little expression. He said, you know, when we first join the religious life, we look around and we see the people around us, the other members of the community, we say, wow, they're all really holy. And then a little time goes by and we look around and we start seeing their faults. And we say, oh man, they're a bunch of jerks. But then more time goes by still and with God's grace, our eyes are opened a little bit more. And we're able to look around at each other and say, you know, they're all just like me. That's a beautiful thought to carry into our relationships, the communions to which the Lord calls us. And to ask the Lord today for this grace, to be able to see past what's on the surface, to have our eyes opened, to be able to see the good that's within, even in someone who might be hurting us, who might be very broken like we are. And with the Lord's grace. And with that capacity to see with new eyes the person who is there before me, Jesus who is there before me, may the Lord help me then help all of us to love each other in those circumstances. Are you a Marian helper? Join our Spiritual Benefit Society and start sharing in the graces of all the daily masses prayers, and good works of Marian priests and brothers all over the world. Sign up is free and easy. Simply visit micprayers.org. That's micprayers.org. Thank you, and God bless you. Please follow or subscribe to this podcast to receive the latest episodes and updates. If you have been blessed by this podcast, I invite you to leave a review. Reviews greatly improve our podcast ranking and will help spread this podcast to other people throughout the world. Are you enjoying this podcast? I invite you to listen to more shows brought to you by the Marian Fathers of the Immaculate Conception. Join us daily for enriching spiritual content which will help you on your journey with Jesus Christ. Simply visit divinemercyplus.org for a complete list of our shows. That's divinemercyplus.org. Are you a Marian helper? 
Join our Spiritual Benefit Society and start sharing in the graces of all the daily Masses, prayers, and good works of Marian priests and brothers all over the world. Sign up is free and easy. Simply visit micprayers.org. That's micprayers.org. Thank you, and God bless you.